So, boys, big question here. Uh, is there anything in your life that you wish your parents would have taught you, but, like, they didn't? Because I'm a little mad at my dad for not teaching me how to uh, wash a car. Oh. That was not something that was that important to... It was very important to him, but not... So that means... But he didn't teach me, so, like, it's not important to me. But, like, my car is awful. <laughs> I mean... Because of quarantine, it's made my, like, it's it's all dusty. It looks like a car that doesn't run. And actually, we did have to call AAA one day because my car hadn't run for, like, 30 days. And the battery was just like, I'm not going to work for you. <laughs> but, like, I feel like if my dad would have taught me how to wash the car, I, would, I wouldn't be in this situation. My yeah. car would be at least presentable. But, like, it is absolutely disgusting. And I just thought, like, you know. That's something I wish my dad would have been like, you know what? This is important. We're yeah. going to wash the car. No. No. <laughs> what a loaded question to start. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. you know? Is there anything you hate your parents for? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't hate him for it. My dad taught me many, 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 many things. It's just this one thing that I'm like, that just realized to me, like, this is the reason why I don't care about washing my cars because... I was just never taught to do that. Yeah. And then during this, I wish I would have, I would care about it. Yeah. <laughs> That's a tough one. Um, I think the one thing that comes to my mind is this just seems like so much, I just dirty laundry. I shouldn't be airing. Um, <laughs> I think I would have liked a more of a heads up about like being prepared for college and like picking a major and how that can literally change the rest of your life not like ah, oh, you know whatever just pick whatever you like no it's like no pick what you like because that's if you can whatever you get your degree in, that's a big thing because then we've all been through it like applying for a job that you need experience but how do you get experience without getting the job and if you don't have that on you know if you didn't study that in school you're freaking screwed you know so i would think that like you know pick a major but then like by year three, you better have that shit in the lane that you think you're going to go. A lot of pressure for somebody of that age, but you know, the like nonchalant chalant commitment to a major that really set me on the path that I am here now podcasting you with you boys. So I guess it's not all that bad, but you know, just didn't seem like a big thing at the time, but it kind of, you know, made a lot of decisions for me. If nothing comes to mind for me, what comes to like that, like they didn't teach me, my parents, what comes to mind more for me is like, they taught me a lot of shit and I just wasn't paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> like I wasn't listening for the first like 18 to 20 years of my life. Mm, oh, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. A long portion, because, my friend. because like, as you get into like adulthood and you do the things that come with it, like, you know, buying a house and building your career and like, I don't know, super adult things like, you know, making investments and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. It kind of comes full circular. Like, oh yeah, that's what you were trying to tell me when I was like 16 and just was mm -hmm. more interested in watching MTV or something like, so yeah, that's what comes to mind for me is like, I wish I would have listened more when I was a kid. But I guess that could have been my problem too. I just maybe if I wasn't listening, maybe maybe I was given that direction, but I just wasn't listening. I was like, ah, whatever, I'll figure it out. Everybody has three majors when they're in college, right? And there you go. 
Yeah, Didi, is it possible that your dad like actually gave you a PowerPoint presentation on how to wash a car and you were just like spaced out? Just like, I don't know how to wash a car. I can't even drive a car. Okay, here's okay. So here's what probably happened. Uh, It was probably like, all right, we're going to go out and wash the car. And I was probably like, yeah, I'm going to go play basketball. Yeah. (laughs) And that was it. Like, because I don't ever remember him saying, no, this is what we're going to do. Because I remember that with like, shaving i remember that with uh cutting grass i remember that with a lot of those things that you just like learn from one of your parents mm-hmm. but this one is one of those i'm like that just never happened and i wish it would have because my dad watches his car all the time and i don't know right now i'm just it's got me a little little messed up you're yeah. never too old to learn a new thing dd yeah, so now are. is the time that's not true. That's not true. Like, you're not going to start skateboarding at 34, are you? <laughs> okay, well, well, there's, yeah. I suppose it's, like, conditional. Yeah. But you could learn to wash your car now, or you could just, I mean, you could just go to the car wash. Yeah. Just, just go to the keep car wash. The, yeah. yeah. That's that's what we're going to do. Go to the car wash. That's how we start this. <laughs> Welcome to the French Breakdown. It's Didi here out in, uh, I'm in Palm Springs right now. Chris is in Pittsburgh waiting in waiting for big things to happen. And Dan, where are you? I'm coming to you from Deep, Deep Creek Lake, Maryland uh, on a mini vacay this week. So you can see my grand suite setup that I have here. Nice. See my setup. I'm in a closet <laughs> right now, closed off from my daughter and my wife. I am closed off from them as I am in a closet right now. So yeah, this is fun. This is going to be a great show today because I am super excited to talk about this ESPN list that we have a lot of uh, a lot of uh, uh, just a lot of opinions on. They put a stadium jam list out and they've made their top 10 stadium songs of all time. And I I don't want to say anything about it yet, but we are going to give you we're going to talk about that list and we're going to give our favorite stadium jams as well. And uh, we may and we're going to do what we're listening to. And we have uh, some things that we might throw up there, like Rutgers and this 500 people at a stadium thing. There's a lot of stuff that we could that we could get to, or maybe that'll happen on the next episode. We'll see how this whole thing goes. But you know how we started off with getting off our chests, and uh, who wants to get started? I started last week. Who wants to get started? Chris, dial it up. Let's go. All right, guys. I have an update for you in my life, and um. It's, it's going to come off maybe a little bit hypocritical, but stay with me to the end here because Uh-oh. I'm scared. Get comfy. Yeah, Get we're going gonna to dive into some sensitive territory this, uh, this afternoon. Um, I, over the last 72 hours, have enjoyed watching baseball. Excuse me? Could you say that again? Over the last 72 hours, I have actually watched baseball on TV and enjoyed it. Okay. Wow. That's, I know it's a lot to take in. So everybody, listeners, wherever you're in the car listening, or if you're at home working, just let's take a second to absorb that. Okay. We've all processed it. Now you remember a few weeks ago, I went on a tirade about how stupid I think the sport of baseball is. And I want to be clear, none of that has changed. I still think it's a supremely stupid sport. And most of the just intricacies of it make no sense at all. But it took a global pandemic. It took canceling all sports. It took me binging 
basically everything that I wanted to on Netflix, Disney Plus, things like that, uh, to run out of options. And baseball came back on TV this week, and and I was like, all right, there's no fans in the stands. I'm gonna I'm gonna tune in, see what that's like, and then I just stayed. So I know you're probably not done. I have to I have to ask this before you go any further. Like. From a week ago, we got a huge update from you about video games or back in your life. And you hope, you know, for the long term, you've clearly already given up on the video games if you're watching exhibition baseball behind you. <laughs> Let's point that out as well. Am I right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it doesn't count yet. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's glorified practice is what I'm watching. Yeah. 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 Uh, no, I mean, I can't play video games uh, like all day. You know, there's got to be something else. Nothing good is on TV right now or anything that's on TV. I've probably already watched it three or four times because, man, it's just rough out there. Mm -hmm. So I'm watching baseball. I'm kind of enjoying it. I'm interested to see how long it holds my attention. The, The one thing I will say is that it is giving me a lot of hope for the more interest, interesting sports that are about to come back. Like, hockey and basketball and, and hopefully, you know, in the fall we get the NFL. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm, since I'm interested in watching baseball without any fans, uh, I, I'm thinking that I'm going to be really interested to watch the sports I actually care about. So mm-hmm. I'm encouraged by that. And I think I just like, I'm just fascinated by watching high level athletes do things that I could never ever do like hitting uh, for baseball, hitting home runs, throwing a ball hundred miles an hour. Like there is some uh, wow factor to that, that, you know, the an average person can't comprehend ever doing it. Um, so yeah, baseball, thanks for coming back. I don't know how long I'm going to hang out with you, but for now it's, it's, uh, it's a, it's a nice entertainment break and I appreciate it. Wow. Interesting. Well, I, I never, never would have expected to hear that from you. Uh, let me ask you is I haven't gone to that level yet. Um, <laughs> we're all worried about like the rust level that all of these teams and athletes are going to have. I think it more in particular with uh, basketball and hockey, because they literally had to stop the season and picking it back up. Meanwhile, baseball just really paused spring training and had to do that quicker. Does it look like there's a bunch of, you know, rusty guys that haven't picked up a ball or a bat in a long time now? You know, did it seem that way? Was there a drop off or did it kind of just seem like normal spring training type of exhibition baseball or even better than that? Yeah, it seems like for the pitchers, it's like they're still kind of working their way back into it. And the batters are just like taking full advantage. I don't know if you guys saw like the Yankees played a couple nights ago and every pitch they were hitting into the bleachers of empty Yankee stadium. It was really, I mean, it felt like I was watching a home run derby, which is pretty cool, but uh, yeah, it seems like pitchers are behind hitters. Cause I, I you know, it makes sense. It's probably mm-hmm. easier to get your swing back than it is to, you know, get your, your mid season arm back. But um, yeah. And, and one cool thing that they're doing is, and I actually kind of hope this continues. It might help the sport is that um, so they have the dugouts where the players normally are. And then they have these tents set up in the seats to essentially extend the dugout. So players have other places to sit and they don't all have to be crammed in a small area. Well, the players that aren't in the dugout aren't active. So the TV broadcasts are actually talking to players on the team Mm. while the game's going on. And 
that is so much more entertaining to me than here. I mean, for, it seems like for most teams, one or both of the announcers are like old baseball guys. And they just talk about old baseball stuff for nine innings every night. And that's boring as hell for me. So for them to actually interview, uh, you know, pitchers or batters and, and talk to them about the game while it's happening, uh, I think it's pretty cool. And maybe something they should think about doing after all this is over. But That's legit. But I know why this is happening. It's because every day we get closer and closer to college football not happening. In the fall, <laughs> and you are trying to oh, you're trying to figure out what you're going to do when that happens. You're like, I don't like. Next time we talk, it's going to be Chris. Is like, well, I watched a NASCAR race. Uh, um, I was up at four in the morning, and I decided to watch some a uh, little bit of that Formula One. Uh, There's a race in France. Um, you know, that's what you're going to be doing because every day we get closer to that, and I, you know, I, I worry about your well being if that does happen. Hope well, it doesn't yeah. happen, but I worry about your well-being. Chris, I'm, we're, we're going to be breaking down. We're going to be breaking down uh, WWE and Monday Night Raw here really, really soon. No, at this no. pace. No, that's going to be the Monday nights are going to come by, and the dial is going to be there, and you're going to no, be no, like, now I'm just going to dial it back out of spite for what you guys are saying. You know, There's no way that's happening. <laughs> you can watch the Brewers and the Mets, or you can watch, you know, Monday Night Raw. Eventually, that that switch is going to flip the other way, and you're going to you're going to hey, be in. Dan, you'd be proud of me. I actually Googled the term heel turn today to see if Sorry. what I'm doing with baseball applies to that wrestling term. <laughs> and I couldn't verify if it was or not, so I didn't I didn't write it down. But I was like, am I doing a heel turn right now? Mm-hmm. It's fair it's fair to say that. Yeah, that's a complete heel turn from when you just shit on baseball a couple of weeks ago and now here you are pumping up the exhibition part of the season. <laughs> that's a heel turn for sure. <laughs> Well, that's me. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, I'm going to go next, get this off my chest. Um, guys, this is probably unpopular opinion. I love coronavirus. Here's why. Here's Jesus. Why. I love it. Whoa. Because it brought to us social distancing. And when coronavirus is gone, social distancing is probably still going to stay around. Because here's what I've thought about in the last, like, I don't know, couple weeks, right? It's, we touch each other a lot. <laughs> like we touch randos a lot. Yeah. It's just yeah. like, you see, a, you know, it's like you see, a, you see a woman, you see a man, you like do an interview or you go to, you talk to somebody, to somebody that you don't even know. It's like, oh yeah, you guys are doing the dap hug. You guys are shaking somebody's hand. You're like, oh yeah, hi, I'm Daniel, blah, blah, blah. And then you leave. Why am I touching these people? Yeah. Why do I touch you? <laughs> It makes no sense. We can just wave. We can just head nod. Anything. We don't have to shake hands. We don't have to bump into each other as much. It's like when you see somebody on the sidewalk, it's like you automatically move to the left now. Before, that's not something that happened. You just go by chance. If I bump into this person, I bump into them. If I don't, I don't. Now, we all have in our heads that we should just not touch each other. We can be polite and wave and have and say hi, all that good stuff. And everybody's fine. I love social distancing. Also, another reason I love coronavirus, because another thing that's really stupid, like antibacterial stuff is everywhere, just like available for you to use. If you go into CVS, it's just sitting there. Why that wasn't it nice. there forever? Yeah. Why, why wasn't that like that all the time? This doesn't make sense. And like, there are all these rules for like, 
different like uh, hotel pools and stuff that I've seen. It's just like, yeah, we clean the pools every uh, we clean the pools every half hour. Why weren't you doing that before? <laughs> it's like. If anything, corona, a lot of people have these deep thoughts on what coronavirus means and how like we're resetting as a country. And I'm like, th- the biggest thing is, is that we're getting a cleaner as a country. Yeah. <laughs> because we're actually doing these things that we should have been doing in the first place. It just, I, I don't know why we weren't doing it, but I'm happy now that we're doing it. So mm-hmm. if there's a good thing from coronavirus, which I now love, it's that cleaning and social distancing. Got to get that off my chest. Shouts to coronavirus. I hear you on that one. My wife and I were actually on a walk recently and wondering like what from this is going to last, you know, like when nine 11 happened, like that changed how you fly on planes forever. Right. So like this, what's going to happen from this. And I, I agree with you, Didi, like, especially you mentioned CVS, like that's the place you go to get medicine to feel better. So why wasn't it like the cleanest possible place out of everything? Yeah. We're all sick when we go to CVS. It's all of us standing in the line, waiting to get medication from the doctor or whatever. And we're all dying. And there's no antibacterial stuff at the front of the store. (laughs) I get it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Shouts for you for finding the silver lining. That's what you really got to do nowadays. Hard to find that positivity, but finding it there. Yeah. Like social distancing in like restaurants and bars and at concerts would be wonderful if we can get to that point where that's just part of the norm. We can all just stop freaking touching each other. Um, I'm all about that bacterial antibacterial, you know, the sanitizers everywhere, you know, keep those around. I'll be able to be a big fan to see those everywhere. Last thing. Another thing about the antibacterial stuff is that like all of a sudden all these companies can just make it. Right. They're like, oh, we're just going to take this little part of our factory and we're just going to make it. So like Anheuser-Busch is just like, oh, yeah, we can make that stuff. Every liquor company, everyone is like, oh, yeah, we can make that stuff. I'm like, why weren't you making it before? <laughs> like, it makes no sense to me. But, hey, coronavirus, shouts to you. Wow. Dude, I, I remember at the beginning of this, there was a video that went went viral on social media of a person with gloves showing how you're supposed to properly wash your hands in the comments the amount of people that didn't know how to properly wash their hands was disturbing but at least they learned hopefully they'll do that in the future but yeah we were really dirty like we were all really dirty very dirty so dirty Ugh. <laughs> amazing you're coming out of nowhere with this today these are huge these are huge things getting off your chest um, uh, mine is going to be, I'm going to, uh, gentlemen, we need to talk about cancel culture. Um, we've discussed social media quite a bit on this podcast ever since we've been back. And if you're not familiar with cancel, cancel culture, you probably are to an extent. It happens mostly on Twitter where somebody, someone, usually a celebrity does something, says something, or in a lot of cases did something or said something a long time ago and people are just finding out about it. And then everybody just cancels them boycott, nothing they're done. That's it. You're over. And then, then the hashtag trends cancel insert name here. This is getting out of hand. How this is just becoming everyday life now where again, like I said, it's not even things that people are always just saying in the here and now or doing in the here and the now, but it's, 
from stuff from years ago and they're just, that's it. They don't wait for that person to explain nothing. It's absolutely ridiculous. The instantaneous automatic reaction from everybody on social media that just cancels anything that they don't like. And, and, and that's it. And it just goes, it goes viral. And then often enough, people that are tweeting about it and posting about it on social media don't actually know why they are saying what they're saying. Canceled so-and-so because like you have no idea why you're doing it you're, or you're just saying it. You're just jumping in the pool. Uh, I just watched Aziz uh, Ansari's special, his stand-up special on Netflix uh, from 2019. Just finally got a chance to watch it. And he did a perfect bit for something just j- like just like this. Where he says, man, how many of you guys saw that uh, photo going around the internet all, all the other day where the pepperonis, you know, they said the pepperonis look like there was a swastika on a pizza. You know, how many of you thought it was a swastika? And a handful of people clap. And he goes, how many of you didn't think it was a swastika? I thought it was just pepperoni pizza. Another, like a few more, you know, people than the previous group clapped. And he goes, cool, interesting. Well, the really interesting thing part about that is I just made it up. <laughs> it, wasn't, it was never actually a thing on the internet. He made it up on the spot. He says, I do this every single night and you people clap every single night. This didn't happen. He goes, this, he goes, you're just, he goes, by the way, he, I think he mentioned that it was pizza. And he goes, if anybody's doing it, it's Papa John's, by the way, you're getting out on a Papa John's pizza. <laughs> but every night he does that to the audience and they clap one way or the other that they think that they saw it when they didn't actually see it. So it's the same thing. You're just, you're just jumping in the pool. You're just jumping in to cancel these people for no reason whatsoever, usually. And it's just become so, so it's just too much. It's just way too much. It's happening way too often. It drives me crazy. I'm curious if either of you two have thoughts on this because it's, people just have nothing better to do. And then they just jump on the, you know, what's trending bandwagon and it just have a good time. It's, it, it drives me crazy. It does. Yeah. We're all bored. And I think, and this is before coronavirus, it's just gotten worse yeah. with, yeah. you know, with coronavirus. It's like, we were like, we're all bored at some point, whether we have a job where we're in the office for eight hours and that's too long for anybody to be in the office. And I think you just have time to just over, just look at things and overanalyze things. And you can, you can have any, there's, there are people on the internet just there to like comment on these things. Mm-hmm. They have YouTube channels that everyone, and this person has no qualifications of anything. But like you believe whatever this person says and this person says it, then all of a sudden and you have a million, fo- that person has a million followers. And then all of a sudden they all hate this one person because of something that may have happened 10 years ago. Exactly. Now, one thing I think that needs to happen, and I think it could kind of stop a lot of what's happening with like cancel culture is like there needs to just be, it, there needs to be somebody that comes out that like when these things happen, you need to just be like, okay, back in 2010, we said things like this they weren't right they weren't okay Mm -hmm. but it was just that like it was acceptable to it was not acceptable but it was like something that people just kind of shrugged off now we've learned that those words hurt people and we don't say them anymore and i feel like this happens like every 10 years anyways but now because of social media and just because of 24-hour news sources just needing something to talk about that like we just we end up you know canceling Kevin Hart because of a stand-up special that's on Comedy Central every night from 2009 mm-hmm. because he said something, you know what I mean? And it's like, you have to let people, you have to give people a chance to explain themselves. And if they explain yeah. themselves horribly, you know, and they don't want to like, you know, just 
uh, you know, live up to what they're what they were saying. You know, they want to do that. Then that's then that's their own fault. Then we can, you know, then everybody can throw pitchforks at people. We have to give people a chance to, you know, say their piece and why they said this, and you know, give them a chance to, you know, figure it out before instead of just completely throwing them out the window because of something they did ten years ago, twenty years ago. Yeah, it's just a programmed reaction at this point. It's just like you have to you have to be a part of it. You have to you know be with everybody else and not give that person a chance. And it's just, it's crazy. It's crazy that, you know, this is the society and you're right. People are just bored now where they're digging up more and more of this type of stuff just to cancel another person. Yeah. That Kevin Hart one is a, is a good example. Um, because I mean, yeah, I just remember that all coming down and then didn't he lose his hosting gig for the Oscars or something like that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I see it happen a lot with, athletes where people will dig up tweets of them from when they were in high school and now they're a prof- and it normally seems to happen like right after so for football like right after the draft yeah the, a, a yeah. guy goes high and then people at search his name on twitter with like different words and stuff to try and find out like if he had a bad tweet 12 years ago and then it blows up and i mean to to think that somebody is the same person now as they were 10 years ago is, I mean, ridiculous. Most people grow. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I hate that stuff. I think it's just like, we've talked about social media quite a few times on here, it, it, how it's, it, it's annoying and, and whatnot. And I just think like we've turned into a society of people that have to react to everything. Like we, we cannot let ourselves not have an opinion or not react about things. Mm-hmm. And that to me, I've actually this past week done an experiment where like I only tweet or post and then have look at my notifications. I don't even look at the feed anymore because like if you put positivity out there and people want to talk to you about positivity, you can engage that way. Because if you're scrolling through the feeds, that's all it is. Like Dan said, I mean, it's just it's it's people reacting at a moment's notice. And I think that's just like like long term. That's that's got to be an awful way to live, I think, and uh, it results in in some of this type of stuff. But yeah, so let's People cancel. Are just looking for you, cancel, they're cancel looking culture. to yeah. do it. That's what's messed up. Is like you have people who are looking to do it. Like right, yeah. the people who do the stuff with the draft. It's like you know, anytime it doesn't matter what draft it is. All of them. It's like they they'll type that person's name and a certain word, and they're just looking for stuff. And I'm like, I just I don't understand that kind of person. You know. But I also think when those things come out, I think some people handle those things better than others. And I think a lot of people need to understand like, okay, what you do, okay, now it's, it's been out there. I'm sorry. Like this happened however many years ago, but now you got to say why you said this. Are you different now? And, you know, I think we got to hold people accountable for that stuff too, but we don't need to kill them for it. Right. Yeah. You got to afford people the opportunity to grow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And just, and some people are just misinformed and some people do say stupid things that are terrible. Don't get me wrong. Like some of these things are terrible, but like people grow, you have to give people a chance to grow and learn and stuff like that. But you don't have to deal with everybody, but there are certain situations where you're just like, come on. Like I think we're, you know, we're giving this, we're giving this person a little bit too much hell right Mm -hmm. now. Exactly. Yeah. So thank you for allowing me to get that off my chest. Hey, no problem. 
cancel the cancel culture. That's right. Yes. Cancel the cancel culture, which would be like a double negative, right? So then right. we're all Just- for cancel culture. <laughs> <laughs> Brunch breakdown. We love cancel culture. No, hate it. <laughs> and right, coronavirus. Well, let- <laughs> well, yo, let's get into the main course, guys. Let's get into yeah. this fun stadium playlist that ESPN put out, the top stadium jams. Um, yeah, I hate this list, guys. <laughs> I hate this list. Do you, want me to, so much. do you want me to run through it real quick? Yes, and, um, you guys feel free to pro- provide your instant reaction to any of these. Please. All right. So yeah, it's uh, their top 10, what they're calling hype hits. Okay. Okay. Uh, number 10 is Bodak Yellow Cardi B. Any reaction? Don't have a problem with it. I'm just like top 10. Right. Exactly. Yes for, the, yes, for the idea, but I don't know if it's top 10. I really Has don't. it been a long, uh, around long enough and played at stadiums long enough? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, number nine, Enter Sandman Metallica. Anything? Does nothing for me. No, not any, no. Maybe 20 years ago, but no, not anymore. The, the one stadium that that gets pretty hype is Virginia Tech. Like that's a pretty yeah. cool, yeah, that's a pretty cool scene. Uh, number eight, Truth Hurts, Lizzo. No, no, no absolutely not. I love Lizzo. Yeah. But who, who is like, who, who is getting ready for a game thinking like men and women, like jamming out to why men great till they gotta be great. Nobody's yeah. doing that. Like nobody's doing that. Doesn't matter what gender you are. It does not matter. Nobody's getting hyped to Lizzo before a game. No, like maybe like I've seen it in a, in a bar that song comes on and all of a sudden the whole bar starts to light up, but like not in a stadium environment for, for what we're talking about here. Shouldn't be anywhere near this list. Yeah. It's uh it hypes up most females in student sections at college sporting events. So like, like 5% of the audience, which is, yeah, not enough to put it on this list. Yeah. But that's because it was a really hot song at the time. Yeah, because yeah, yeah that, you you know what I mean. Like you could put any song that's hot right now and say, "Oh yeah, like everyone gets hyped for that song." Yeah, because it's the biggest song in the country. So yeah, mm-hmm. that's a big deal. But like, I mean, no, that just bad. In two years, that that song wouldn't be anywhere near this list. No. Well, Lizzo, we're watching you two years from now. It might uh, be another song. Yeah. Number seven is Seven Nation Army, The White Stripes. I gotta start this one. I mean, it's played everywhere, so it probably deserves some credit. It is. It, deser- it deserves credit, but I think the song is too. I think the song is really boring. I think it does. I think it builds really slow, and I don't get why people want it in these kind of in these situations to get crowd hype. I don't. I don't. I my side just doesn't. It misses with me. But I'm. But I'm in the minority with this one because. And I. I. People I think love it. You- I think it's unique because this song was absolutely not written for this type of environment at all. Like a lot of these stadium type of songs, you can tell they, they you know, that was the influence behind them. They wanted to have, maybe not like stadium hype, but just some sort of hype around it, excitement. Jack White did not write Seven Nation Army to be played in college football stadiums with everybody going, oh, 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 like no chance in hell. So, but credit to that, that it's caught on, you know, organically. Uh, through all that it is it's played everywhere um 
you know, so I, I will say that. And yeah, every time I hear it, there is some sort of hype in the stadium. Um, I don't know if it would get this slot for me on my personal list, but you know, I, I, I get why it's here. It's played everywhere, which for me is like p- part of what gives it credibility, but part of what also tears it down because I feel like it, like every fan base says like, that's our song. Yeah. If it's yep. everybody's song, it's not your You're right. song. So yeah. Chill. Because that's the problem with it. It's like people are like, yeah, this is, it's played everywhere just because it's like now it's put on all these lists. Like this is the song that we have to play at this moment because everybody else does it. Right. But I'm like, eh. Doesn't do it for me. Number six on the list, Lose Yourself, Eminem. Yeah, no problem there. That could, I don't know how that's number. Would you say six? Six. I don't know how that's number six. That is, that is, that is a good one. You know, that I, I can't, I don't have a problem with that one making, making this list. And it's not, I don't think it's overplayed. I think that's the thing. I don't think it's overplayed at all. Uh, and it's been a lot of, had a lot of staying power. So I'm, I'm good with that here too. Number five, humble Kendrick Lamar. Ooh, I I would say no. Really, I would say no. Not top ten. No, not top ten. Yeah, no. And I have no problem with humble. I just you know, and I have no problem with being on the list. I just don't think it's top ten. I'll give you that. I mean, it'd probably be in the back half for me, you know, the six through 10 category, but I love that song and I love it in a stadium environment too. I, you know, I, I really, I really do. I get it. Um, but yeah, maybe a little high for me. I, I don't want to totally derail going through the list, but like, as we're going through this, I'm realizing that the amount of diversity in a stadium audience makes it almost impossible to please the majority of people. Like if you play Kendrick Lamar at a college football game, the students are going to love it. And then like the, most of the alumni and donors are going to hate it because they're just like, you know, so it's, and it's, a, lot a, of it's these, a tricky balance. Yeah. And a lot of these work better in other sports in particular sports than others. Right. Like, there are plenty of times where, especially like in basketball is the first one to come to mind where like a player fouls out and they have to sit down. I mean, it's just trolling at that point, which makes it amazing. Um, but in other sports, you know, you're not playing humble at a freaking baseball game. It's just, I don't care. It's just not going to do anything. Maybe Chris, that's what you need is a baseball. They should. They sh- every time you get struck out, they should say they should play sit down, be humble. There you go. But- I'm here for it. <laughs> Anything to improve baseball. So right. now, Kendrick Lamar, you're back on the list. Humble's <laughs> back on. Humble's back on. We're back. All right. Uh, number four, we will rock you, Queen. Get it out. <laughs> Get it out. Get it so far out of here. I I want – I just add we will rock you to, like, the wave and anything else that we do at sporting events still that we did back in the day. Like, I'm out. Get Get it out. I gotta, I gotta agree with Didi. I mean, again, 20, 25 years ago, sure, but this isn't hitting home like it used to way back in the day. This song, this song, as great as it once was, is should not be anywhere near this list. Yeah, I love, I love the band Queen, um, but I, I liked this at games much more when I was a kid. So, uh, number three, Run the World, girls. <laughs> My Beyonce. I can't even. I didn't say it with a straight face. I've never heard that at a stadium, and I go to a lot of sporting events, so that was 
uh, love Beyonce, but I was surprised to see that one there. Yeah. There are just other Beyonce songs to play. It's yeah. funny. This song became a hit like four years after it came out. Because this song is now like synonymous to like a bigger thing with women than it is with than, than it was ever a hit. Like a lot of people yeah. when this song came out, you look at like articles from when her when this one when she put out the single, it's like people are like, why why did she lead with this? Right. But now it's like you hear the song and it's like female empowerment and that's great. So this being on the list, I get, even though I think it's a little high. And I think you could ask me about that, but I mean, I know why it's there, but like, yeah. Yeah. There are better Beyonce songs to play. That that that's that first point, especially. Yeah. Better Beyonce songs, I completely agree with. And I think I think you're right. I think it's it's too it's not broad enough for a top for the top ten of sports arenas to be for songs to be hyped about. It's not broad enough. It's too specific. I definitely get it. And it does have a lot of meaning behind the song, but you know, not 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 for the top ten, not for this list. Uh number two. Timber Pitbull featuring Kesha. Hell yes. Shouts to Kesha. Hell yes. I'm I'm here for it. Let's go. All day. Oh, this yes, this is great. This is wonderful. It's too low. It needs to be higher. It's number two. (laughs) Yeah, you heard me right. You heard me right. In all honesty, this whole list could have been Pitbull and Kesha, and I would have been perfectly fine. <laughs> Not gonna lie, the whole list could have been it. Because I mean, like, why isn't Give Me Everything on this list? You know what I mean? Like, why? Like, I want Pitbull in here. Why isn't TikTok on this list? You know what I'm saying? Like, I want, I want this whole list just to be Pitbull and Kesha. It really could be. I'd be totally fine with that. All right, and then lastly, number one on the list. Um, this is my senior song from high school. And I have to tell you that because it's my senior song from high school, I have heard enough of it. Uh, Don't Stop Believing by Journey uh, doesn't do much for me at a sporting event. Just going to be honest with you. No. Again, yeah, I'm with you there, Chris. It has like a meaning to us from back in high school, but it means nothing right now. And especially not when it's played in in an arena uh, in a stadium. There's no – I don't see people like being like, oh, shit, let's get up. Let's go. Don't Stop Believing. I I, be, I believe in this team. Like that doesn't no, not at all. Get it off. Get it off. Oh God. Yeah, I am I'm out on this one, guys. I am not a fan of Don't Stop Believing. Like it, it's just but I guess the thing about Don't Stop Believing, and I guess it's the same thing with We Will Rock You, is it's very easy for everyone in the place to hear it. To everyone in the place to sing it, I mean. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I think that's a big point with that song and we will rock you where you're like, if you are four years old and you've heard the song for the very first time, you will start screaming. Don't stop believing. So <laughs> yeah, you're right. I, I see why it's there, but number one though, ugh, that's just disgusting. Yeah. We don't need it there. Yeah. Big omissions. There's some, yeah. Yeah. All Big. right. So we decided to make our own list here. So we're going to have our top, what do we have, nine? <laughs> I guess, we'll make yeah. Our, yeah, we'll make our top nine for this list. And uh, Dan, I want you to get us started. <sighs> wow. Um, well, I have more than three. So now okay. I have to kind of narrow okay. down. Well, um, how many did you give us, Dan? <laughs> uh, I did. I just made a list of six, just in case we oh, needed okay. a couple extra. All right. 
Uh, Dan made a list of 20 and he was like, yeah. all right, well, well I did my own top 100. Have fun today. I'll be here still. I did my own top 100. I didn't know you guys weren't doing that. Um, <laughs> the first one that came to my mind was Power by Kanye West. Absolutely. It, you know, every time I hear it and I think it gets the entire stadium hype and it's broad and it crosses different sports. Um, just the, the, just the beginning, that intro, that beat, the claps with it. Um, I think it starts to, yeah, it really just clicks right away. Um, and then Kanye comes in and just, and just goes off with it. And I think it's perfect for that type of environment. So give that one to me. Yeah. Gosh, that's a good one. That's a good one. I have that one written down too. I couldn't believe it was on this list. I just, I, I know. I, that's like, that's that song a- is now every time that you, anytime you're watching an NBA game, an NFL game, or whatever, like when you need the crowd to clap, you need the crowd to make noise. That song starts playing. They just play the claps on a loop over and over yeah. and over again. Yeah. That's what they do now. So mm-hmm. yeah, that was one for me. All right, so uh, swag surfing. That is my one because I love watching whole stadiums just swag and surf, yeah. surf and swag, and I just love it so much. Swag surfing. That is on my hype list for sure. Nice. I like it. Yeah, I had that one too. Uh, So we doubled up on swag surfing. I want to give everybody a recommendation. After you listen to this podcast, go on YouTube, type in really any SEC school and then swag surfing and you're going to see a what Didi just said, basically an entire stadium going left and right and left and right. And it is just like, man, I get chills watching it. And I, I'm not even a fan of any of those schools. It's uh, 100% should be in a top 10 of any stadium playlist. See, good thing I wrote down six because you both have just have duplicates already. So <laughs> yeah, I worried about that with, I feel I like worried about it too. I'm like, we might double up. <laughs> um, my next one is newer. So newer, not new, but newer. And I think it will continue to gain momentum in stadiums. It's probably not there yet, but if you hear it and you've never heard it before, like Chris never heard it before a couple of if weeks you, ago. If you hear it, will you tweet at steel city Dan 22 if, if you and let this, him know? Yeah. If you hear it, tweet me at steel city Dan 22. This is, this needs to be played in more stadiums. Chris, this is a, a group that we introduced you to not that many weeks ago. Blackpink. That did it, did it do. I mean, even if you, again, have never heard it before and you hear it in a stadium for the first time, keep the, ch- yeah, good luck keeping the chills to yourself because you're, you're getting hyped. You're getting ready. That's a great song for this. <laughs> Blackpink coming to pit football this year. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. That's going to be awesome. Um, One huge problem with this list is how is the biggest artist of the past decade and still one of the biggest artists in the world, Drake, not on this list? Mm -hmm. How on earth do you make a list? ESPN, who literally, like, they comment underneath of every Drake picture on Instagram. Doesn't have Drake on this. Does not have Drake on this list. I have no idea how. And you could go with Drake on so many ways, and I don't even know where to go from. But like, you could use it. My feelings. You could use uh, over. You could use forever. You could use so many. But I'm using forever for that list. 
that's what I'm going to use was Drake's forever last name ever first name greatest. That's I mean, great. Come on. It starts right there. Yeah, but that's it. I love that one. That's really good. Um, And I love that little fact about ESP. I'm going to look for their comments now on Drake's Instagram. (laughs) They're always right there. It's so funny to me. Yeah, it's great. Uh, okay. The next one I have is Mo Bamba and it's kind of a, I mean, I guess it's like the last three ish, three to four years. Uh, but I just remember like the way I heard that song was because it was played in stadiums. And then I was, I, I, I remember Pete, when that song first started getting played at football games, people were asking what the song was and it got this just viral, you know, swell of enthusiasm and people were talking about it. And then all of a sudden it was everywhere. And uh, like, man, at a football game, if your defense is getting ready for like a big third down and they need to make a stop on fourth down to win the game and you start playing Mo Bamba, the stadium's going to get about as hype as you could ever want it to. So uh, Mo Bamba is definitely on there for me. Nice. That's a good one. That's a good one. I didn't think of that. Um my next one I'm going to go with is Can't Hold Us by Macklemore. It's played in a lot of stadiums. Uh, it's been around for a couple of years now. I think enough people know it, recognize it, and it has some uh, good hype, kind of some a dancey beat to it. Um, that'd probably be bet towards the back half, half of my top 10, but I think it's still uh, a good one to mention for this list. I like that. Big fan. Big fan. Gonna go with uh, gonna go with Kanye again. Kanye and Jay Z in Paris. That song, that beat. Yeah. All you have to do is play the beat. You need yeah. to play the song. Yeah. All you have to do is play the beat. Yeah. When that beat drops, it, it, it's it's chaos, and that's in stadium. It's it's just anywhere. When that beat stops, you could be in your car and hear it from the car coming next to you. It's it's chaos. All of a sudden, every car is bumming to it at the red light, mm-hmm. like that. That that beat is just it's a perfect beat and it's just and when you see it happen in stadiums and that's how you can get the crowd hype after a touchdown because that's what I'm thinking about a lot when it comes to this list is like what songs are played when the momentum like shifts Mm -hmm. or when like you know the game is over when something crazy happens it's like that's what I'm thinking about when I think of this list is just like something when it's just when everything's going your squad's way and they play that song and everyone just loses it. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah. I like good. it a lot. Is it, am I up next? Yeah. yeah. It's me. Um, okay. The last one I have is, I don't know, maybe a weird one. Um, Mr. Brightside by the killers is I get it. one that, is I feel like it can almost kind of take the place of like a queen or a journey for like this new generation of a band that produced a timeless stadium song. And I don't know how it's kind of like the white stripes where I don't know how it started to become a stadium song, but like more and more, I hear it at, at, at football games and then you see like European soccer games. Sometimes they're just singing it themselves. It's not even playing. And it's a song that everybody like, regardless of generation, 
knows and loves the words to it. So almost anybody can sing along to it. And normally when it's played at a stadium, like my favorite is when it's played at a stadium and like the, like if it's a football game, the play is about to happen. So they have to cut the song off, but then people continue singing the chorus. Mm-hmm. That gives me chill. And I've heard that from Mr. Brightside quite a few times. Yeah. So that's the, uh, that's the last one I had. Yeah. It's one of those songs. Everyone thinks they know the words too. That's what's great about that song. That's the best part about it. It's like when you are in a group of people, it doesn't matter. You're just in a group of people and that song comes on. We all think, think we know the words. Yeah. All of us think we know them. Mm-hmm. One person knows them, but 60,000 people think they know the words and it's, right. it's incredible. They yeah. mumble, That's mumble, great. mumble, and then they say, I'm Mr. Bright. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Well, that's a much better list if you got, you know, I think than what ESPN produced there, guys. That's infinitely better. Yeah. Much that's how you should, that's how it should be done. Dan, is, <laughs> uh, done. since Didi and I doubled up on one, do you want to throw in an honorable mention so we get a solid nine here? Yeah, I'm not in love with some of the other ones that I did. Okay. Um, I'll be honest with you. They're probably Dan's honorable, top 100. <laughs> probably more honorable mentions. Yeah, they'd be top 100. I don't know if they're top 10. Um, like I think Chelsea Dagger is a great song, but it's not a hype up song. It's like post, like it's the Chicago Blackhawks goal song, mm-hmm. and it's amazing in that type of environment. It's a, again, it's something where you can figure out the words really easily. I think it's awesome. I really do. I really, really love that song. I don't know if it does the job of like turning the tie with momentum shifting, um, and then a like a. I don't want to call it a throwback, but like, cause like these queen songs are like throwbacks, but like for our generation, tick, tick, boom by the hives has always been one that kind of just like lights a little bit of a fire. And I think gets people going that they recognize, uh, pretty well and has some good beat driving beat behind it. That does some sort of justice there. So a couple more to, to round out our, our list there. Another one more that I did have on the list was Meek Mill's dreams and nightmares. That is mm. one of the songs that, like, it just it takes you to this place where you're just like, you feel like you're Meek Mill. You feel like you've gone through all these things. And then all of a sudden, the beat changes like a minute and a half in. <laughs> and then it's like, I, you explode, you know? And I, like, when the Eagles were going through their Super Bowl run and that was all happening, and, you know, and that was that song was playing constantly because the song is very explicit. You can't exactly play this song all the time everywhere. But, like, because he's from Philadelphia and the Eagles were going to the Super Bowl, it all worked at the time. But, like, because I remember he played it – because did he play it at the beginning of the NFL season or something? And it yeah. was just, like, yeah. silent pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> when he performed it, it's like this. But that is one of the songs that just it, – it gets me – it gets lots of people hyped. But, yeah, it's not one of those songs that you could play everywhere. And it doesn't exactly have one – because I think the theme with our list really is, like, it's either a song that everyone thinks they know the words of, or it's a song with like one word or two words that everybody knows, Mm -hmm. you know, and everybody can sing. That's not one of them. That's why like, I didn't have it high on my list, but like, it's one of those songs that puts me in a place where I'm like super hyped. Yeah. I like that. That's a good pick at the end there. Nice. Well, uh, speaking of stadiums guys, before this list, we got to put this on. We got to, we got to have this list has to be on Spotify. We'll definitely, yeah, definitely have this playlist on Spotify. Yeah. 
Yeah, stadium brunch. We gotta, we definitely have to stadium have that brunch. stadium brunch for sure. Well, speaking of stadiums, there's one story that I wanted to get your guys, uh, your thoughts on. Uh, it looks like Rutgers is going to have 500 people in their stadium, <laughs> and and this is because of social distancing, I guess, and all that. Uh, and I'm really wondering who's going to any football game, not just Rutgers. It's fu- it's funny to laugh about Rutgers because I don't know if they get 500, but like going to a football game with 500 people. In a huge football stadium. Is anyone really going to do that? Are there going to be a lot of people that are there going to be people clamoring to get in the stadium to be the one of the 500? Gotta it's, know. It's going to be so weird. Yeah. And I, I think Rutgers set their bar where they should set it because that's probably what they get on average, anyways. 500. <laughs> um, no issue on demand there. That's for sure. But it'll yeah, it'll be it would be super super strange to be one of the very very few in that type of environment. I mean, it'd almost be like a private type of event. But like again, we just talked about like this stadium hype thing. Like that would all you just be like flatlined that whole time because even if they're playing these songs, like what are you like looking down like fourteen sections over and be like, yeah, my man, my man gets this song. Let's go, you know. So. Everybody talks about a lot of people think it's better watch things on TV. And this is going to be one of those times where it's going to be better to watch it on TV. Yeah. Maybe you'll be able to hear more, but you know, there's so much of going to a live sporting event has to do with that environment. And that won't nearly be the same um, without those hype songs and without people for crying out loud, 499 other closest friends of yours. When I saw this, article about 500 people my mind immediately went to a moment in Rutgers football history I remember watching them just get like lethally boat raced by Michigan it was like 55 nothing in the fourth quarter and this is the year that Rutgers introduced hot tubs in the student section and there was just this one There was just this one blackout drunk kid in a hot tub. He was like the only person left at the Rutgers football game. And that's what I pictured for this. Maybe they'll give the 500 people all their own hot tub to watch the football game. I did not know Rutgers. I didn't know this happened at Rutgers. (laughs) You got to find some way to get people to the games, Steve, when, (laughs) when you're Rutgers. 500 people, man. How did I miss this? I didn't. Wow. Yeah, that's Shout a big 10 money, man. They're putting it to good use. Yeah. Chris, would you go 500 people? Not to Rutgers. No, of course not. You're not going to drive to New Jersey on a Saturday morning. <laughs> <laughs> would uh, you go with 500 people? Yeah, 100%. Yes. What if it what if it wasn't uh, a pit game? If it not Rutgers, but another college football game. Like like a co- mid-level, high-level competitive college football game. No, I, I probably only for Pitt. I mean, it, it. I would only do it for a team I have a, like a vested interest mm-hmm. in. Um, but yeah, I would go. I, w- I would definitely go. Five hundred. Would you guys go, man? I I would not because I think it'd just be. I, I just think it would be very weird. I feel like it would be like I'd rather watch it at home. But when people talk about fifteen thousand people in a stadium, I'm like, okay, that makes sense to me. Five hundred mm-hmm. just seems weird. <laughs> It just seems like you're a parent at a middle school game or something. You know what I mean? Like, that's what it feels like to me. But I mean, you know, I mean, people are going to do this. It's just an interesting thing. 500 is just like a low number. (laughs) Really low. Yeah. I think I'd have to have a a vested interest in the team too. Otherwise, that's just, again, 
really, really weird. Lines in the bathroom be really short in concessions, so you look forward to that. But otherwise, I don't know if that's worth the uh, worth the payoff there. Concession lines. Didn't think about that. Yeah. Bathroom lines. <laughs> That's that's legit. You're kind of turning me. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, let's get to uh, what we're listening to this week. I'll get us started this week. Uh, big song I'm listening to this week is uh, James Bay, Chew On My Heart. I love this record. Love, love, love this song. I, um, I'm i a big fan of James Bay. He's back with uh, new music. I love his last album, but uh, he's back with some new music after a little bit of a break. He's put out some EPs and stuff, but uh, Chew On My Heart is just just classic just james bay and it's just super dope sound to it and i just really like it so james bay chew on my heart nice chris what do you got uh okay i will start with uh the, the story so far i was listening to their song quicksand today and i just had to put it on uh the playlist for this week it's uh, it kind of fits in with if you had a alternative kind of punk rockish type of song, you wanted to play at a stadium. Um, I dare you to listen to this song and not get a little bit hyped or feel some type of energy uh, from it. So uh, check that one out. And I'm, I'm actually going to plan to post a video of this song being played live to our socials when we share our, what we're listening to, because um the live experience of this song is just unbelievable. So uh, look out for that. But quicksand from the story so far, that's my first one. Nice. I like that. Very good. Uh, I'm going to go with a, a group. Didi, you and I discovered these four women two, maybe three years ago uh, at a school night down in Los Angeles. Uh, four girls Aces. at a out of Utah, the Aces. Um, I remember, Didi, the look that we gave each other. They maybe played 15 seconds of a song. Um, I think it might have been physical um, or stuck. And we just looked at each other. We were just like, okay, (laughs) we got something here. Because we'd been to a couple of school nights at that point. Um, They're absolutely incredible. Uh, I think it's their second full-length album that came out this past week called under my influence um they're they're an incredible incredible group um they had a couple of singles come out daydream was one of the first ones a couple of weeks ago um i'll put a couple on our playlist kelly is really really good good luck getting that out of your head once it gets stuck in there new emotion uh but that whole album under my influence by the aces uh big one for me this week Is it me? Am I up? It's you. That's right. It's me. Okay, here we go. Uh, Kane Brown, be like that. Kane Brown, it's Kane Brown, Sway Lee, and Khalid. Kane Brown is a Whoa. huge country music star. Huge country music star. And uh, he is venturing out a little on the R&B side here. Um, but he's still himself on there, but it's just uh, more of an R&B feel on the track. But it's called Be Like That, and it's just a really feel-good summary song which i feel like now we're kind of starting to get some summer songs um where it, we just it kind of didn't happen all through this now we're kind of getting these summer songs so i'm happy about it and be like that is just a just it, it, it's just a windows down you know summer song and you know sometimes it'd be like that i just like the song okay nice nice chris what do you got uh, I have to credit this next song to Didi uh, and hey. his his highly entertaining Twitter feed um, because 
Didi, you tweeted about Chitty Bang this past week, uh, and I had to pull I had to pull Chitty back up and just listen. So, uh, mind your manners is the song recommendation. Um, I have too many memories of partying and drinking to the song "Mind Your Manners," and I'm curious what like whatever happened to Chitty Bang. I feel like they had a couple like really solid releases and then just disappeared. Dude, no idea, no clue. Like, guess we could do some deep diving on that. Yeah. Brunch breakdown investigates what happened to Chitty Bang. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I thought they were going to be the biggest thing ever. And then it just was like gone. Yeah. Bummer. But the song is great. We'll put it on the playlist and I think everybody will enjoy it. Nice. For sure. Very good. Uh, guys, like we discussed a couple of weeks ago, it's everybody's at home trying to watch something besides exhibition baseball. And, you know, you, you get a little deep and, and desperate sometimes, <laughs> perhaps. Um and we, I got to that point this past week. Um, we watched, uh, our girlfriend and I watched a movie on Netflix called Eurovision. It's uh, Will Ferrell's newest movie with Rachel McAdams uh, having to do with them being in a band uh, competing for this song contest in Europe called Eurovision. They're from Iceland. It's it's funny. It's not hilarious. Um, it's It's different. Um, if you like Will Ferrell movies, it's going to be right up your alley. If you don't stay the hell away from it. Um, I'll just say that right now, but it has an amazing soundtrack. Like there's some legit bangers on this soundtrack that they wrote for this movie. Um, sadly, even like Demi Lovato has a small appearance in this movie. One of her songs is on the playlist, not on mine. Okay. It's a good song, but it's not, there's there's a song. (laughs) Maybe you should watch the movie first, but Yaya Ding Dong will stay in your head for days. For days. That song will stay <laughs> in your head. I'm not making this up. I'm not making quit. this up. I quit. This is the 10th episode of the comeback. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? Young, young, ding dong. Oh, yeah, ding dong. Yeah, yeah, ding dong. I'm, I'm telling done. you. I'm telling you. Like I said, if you watch the movie, you can have way more context. <laughs> Um, it is it is such a catchy song, and I don't know why. And it's a shame because it's just for this movie, and it's so funny. Will Ferrell singing in it. Oh man! But um, Double Trouble is another really, really. Uh, I don't know if "good" is the right word, but catchy. Uh, but the Eurovision soundtrack. You want to take a deep dive, watch the movie, get Yaya Ding Dong stuck in your head for a couple of days, and thank me next week or at Steel City Dan Twenty Two. You started this out by saying, it's funny. It's not hilarious. It's different. (laughs) (laughs) Accurate description. (laughs) That should be the tagline for the brunch breakdown. (laughs) (laughs) Here's our shirt. That is, that's our tagline. It's not hilarious. It's different. (laughs) (laughs) My God. Oh Oh my goodness. All right. And uh, my my last one is a song that I'm indifferent about. Um, It's Drake's new record. uh, Actually, it's DJ Khaled's new song featuring Drake. And uh, it's called Popstar. I I like the song is fine. But there's the, the in the chorus, he says, I'm a pop star, not a doctor. And it is just a really weird thing to say. Yeah. 
Like, the song is really about nothing. Like, it doesn't make much sense. But, like, it's Khaled, it's Drake, it it sounds good. But when you actually listen to the song, you're like, what are we saying here? What am I repeating right now? You're like, but, is, have a lot of people been asking Drake for his, like, coronavirus thoughts? And he's just like, yo, I'm a pop star, not a doctor. Like, like he just had to get that out. He's like, yeah, way he, too many questions. He had to address yeah. it. He had to address it's, it. It's a weird yeah. thing to keep repeating, and you're like, I mean, I, Drake can get away with it, and it's yeah. on, it's Khaled's record, so you yeah. can get away with anything. So, but yeah, Pop Star by Drake. That'll that's going on the playlist too. Nice. I love it. Um, okay, so I have two things left to to go through. One of them is I want to like last week review the playlist, and then I also have a song suggestion. So. I guess I'll go with the song suggestion first and then I can wrap the playlist up later. Um, my song suggestion is to replace Jay Sean. Oh, on the wow. playlist. You better come in strong, my friend. I feel like I am sitting in a position of authority and that I can self-select a mid 2000s pop song to be on the playlist every week. And I would like to call it the retro replacement. Ooh. And I can go ahead and do that every week. The This came to mind because like Jay Sean killed my workout three times last week. <laughs> and, and I was listening to our playlist a lot I, because I think it's one of the best ones we've ever done. But Jay Sean was killing me, man. Like, I, so I can't, I can't, we got to replace it, but I think it'd be fun to have that be a rotating, you know, position of honor. Okay. All right. Okay. I like all it. right. Okay. All right. So for no, for no reason at all, I selected Mike Posner. Please don't go. Good hmm. work. I'm Interesting. not mad at okay. it. So we'll add that to the playlist. Okay. I like it. All right. I like That's it. That's in. That's in right. uh, my, my final one to wrap it up quickly. Uh, I love almost anything that, that Zed puts out. He's got a ton of collaborations. Uh, his latest one was with Jasmine Thompson. The song is called funny. Um, if, if you like the, those pop type of songs that Zed puts, puts out that have a really catchy, uh, you know, beat to them and things like that, that you're going to hear on the radio. Uh, I think that one's uh, really good. Um, again, nice to hear some upbeat, positive music when we can get it. Um, but funny by uh, Zed and Jasmine Thompson is what I'll do to round out the playlist this week. Dan, can, can you say the name of that? So that the really weird name of that song that you mentioned earlier, Yaya ding dong. And that's J a J a ding dong. Oh. Wait, it's J a J a. Yeah. 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 Because it, yeah. Yeah. It's a soft J. It's a soft J. It's Icelandic soft J. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, because you threw that on us and I'm still trying to figure out Quinn from last week. Oh. Quit unless instincts are never neglected. So you're just, I mean, you gotta pump the brakes a little bit. Give us some time to process all this stuff. Okay. <laughs> I'll come up with some easier, easier stuff for you. It's a week. lot. It's a lot for me right <laughs> now. Um, Quinn is fantastic though. Wonderful addition last week. And thank you for recommending Quinn. Um, the continued sharing from both of you of juice world has been awesome and listening to wishing well and not knowing anything about him, but then hearing about 
you know, his story and listening to that song is, I mean, that's a crazy, a crazy listen. Um, F2020, Didi, thank you for that. Hilarious, catchy. I loved it. And uh, Remy Wolf, woo, just fun. Right? Just fun. And it kind of, it kind of like reminded me of like a 90s, almost like pop song. It was, it was cool, but I like it a lot. Yeah. Cool. I thought this was one of the best. This past week was one of the best playlists we've ever done. I really, really liked it. I agree. I agree. Um, if you didn't, uh, if you missed that, if you missed that playlist because it's updated every week, uh, go back an episode, catch it at the end, uh, check those out on Spotify for yourself. Yeah, that last week because was it Grayscale? Yeah, is mm-hmm. that it? Yeah, yeah. Like that was incredible last week. I was just like you know listening, and I've been you know doing a lot of sitting outside this past week, and it's been like man. The song's great. But yeah, the whole playlist was great last week. And Juice World's album is uh the he had the biggest selling album since Taylor Swift's in twenty nine like was it last year she put out the album or twenty eighteen? Whatever. It's big it's biggest streaming week in three years, biggest album release in this many years, and he's got five songs in the top ten this week too. I think a lot of it has to do with the brunch breakdown, but uh because we've been talking about Juice World for the last yeah. couple of weeks. But, uh, but yeah, but that, I mean, just his whole catalog is so good. Like his two albums that he put out, like just Death Race for Love is so good. Just, I don't know. Listen yeah. to a lot of Juice World. Like not just this past album, but just all his stuff is so good. Agreed. Well, guys, this was fun. Yeah. That was, was another, another, another great episode. A lot of, a lot of good stuff that we were able to cover here today. Yes, great episode. Uh, next week, Chris may or may not be with us. We're not sure. We'll see what happens, <laughs> yeah. but we'll update you. Find, find out on the next Brudge Breakdown. <laughs> find out if Chris has a baby. We'll see what happens. But uh, but guys, this was fun. Uh, every, tell, tell them where they can find the Brunch Breakdown and all the things they need to find out throughout the week. Of course. Uh, be sure to follow us on social media at Brunch Breakdown. Uh, we're on Twitter. Uh, in Facebook, and you'll be able to find all the links, all the clips, all of these type of things. Uh, but you can find the podcast itself, Apple Podcasts. Uh, we're available on Spotify, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, any of the main streaming services that you use to find your podcast, you can find us there. Uh, also, the video pod, again, is available on YouTube and Facebook. Uh, that debuts the same day that the episodes are released. So again, uh, head to our YouTube page, our Facebook page. And again, all the links are on our social media. So you can watch the entire video episode of how we look while we do the funny, not hilarious, different podcast for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's the brunch breakdown. Peace.